Hey, Ada, we have all these new things happening in Melee. All these events that we have been, well, we have obviously had Battle of BC 4. We have had Pound. We've had Genesis 8. But in the summer of Melee, when you're in between two big weekends, like right now, coming off of CEO 2022, about to go into Get On My Level, aka Gommel 2022, it is the right time to be a Melee fan. So first of all, Hada, how's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, Pretty... Uh, pretty solid uh, week of work. Um, finished my first pay period on my new job. Um, playing a lot of volleyball. Started my first volleyball league. Won my first match 3-0. So feeling uh, at all, batting a thousand per se. So um, to be completely honest, my team is way too good. We should be playing in the higher division, but we're not. Um, but um, we honestly didn't know where to put ourselves. But I digress. I'm having a great time. It's a uh, it's a good time to um, to be around right now, and I'm happy to be recording the podcast. Welcome back. I feel so welcome and uh, happy to be here. And so when we when we see a few people drop out of CEO 2022 in advance of the event happening itself, we go, oh, that's really sad. But then it starts to draw a pretty clear line of contenders who are probably going to win the event. However, one of those of those one of those possible winners of the event ended up placing fifth, and that would be Hungrybox, kind of having the Florida version of what IBDW had at the Function Two, where it was an underwhelming performance in the in IBDW's own region of New York for the Function Two earlier this year, and now Hungrybox is kind of turning in a similar performance, where really going into it, you would say Plup is the other favorite to win this event because Plop is a very very good player obviously and so Hungerbox has a chance to say hey I got my region I also am not being thwarted by a possible Zane or a possible Leffen IBDW so I could take this event but Hungerbox lost uh, the the losers quarters match to Plop who also went to losers early courtesy of a, of a great Magi run to all the way to Grand Finals. It just didn't turn out that way because in Grand Finals, you have a 6-0 in Plup's favor to take the whole event, which is which is sad for all the Magi fans out there. But when Hungrybox and Plup went to losers early, it was it was pandemonium all over again. And so it was, it, it was a crazy event in that sense that the two favorite players to win are now going to play for either moving on in losers or they're going to be finishing at fifth. And that's what Hungerbox right. ended up having to do in game five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hbox, uh, uncharacteristic fifth place finish and honestly sparked a lot of controversy, but can't give, um, mm. got to give the credit to KJH for putting in into losers to begin with, uh, mm-hmm. KJH proving that he could do it uh, even on online specifically and, um, had an amazing 15, a uh, 15 game set. A 15 game set quote unquote but um you know had three game five sets at the salt mine and you know so exciting to see just absolutely monstrous high level gameplay sorry my eyes hurt no um, that's okay it's, it's all good holidays. are so, these new or do you normally wear contacts um they're new they're like readers and they do blue light so um they help me like with the little stuff but yeah i've been getting a lot of migraines recently so i had to get some more readers but yeah it's a new addition i wear them at work all the time so um, but yeah, so KJH making a run, uh, upsetting HBox, um, and then Plup, of course, getting upset by Magi and winners. Yeah, and uh, what's more cool is the parallels that we got to see drawn through CEO as well as the Plup Showdown Gauntlet style tournament where KJH and Magi had a game seven best of four 
situation in their show match. And then, of course, Plup having a really dominant performance against his three opponents, um, specifically dominant against M2K and HBox, but then going down four or three to one and then getting the reverse sweep to win in game nine against IBW was absolutely spectacular plup and definitely showed that plup was playing in top form and and uh definitely was not shocked to see him go 14 and 0 in the losers bracket 14 <laughs> games straight to go ahead and take the whole event so big ups to plup man plup played amazing and it just sets the stage for a bigger event that is going to have much more of top player turnout for gommel 2022 and i'm really excited to see the next chapter of of the top player storylines because this is this is the i would say the real sequel to battle bc4 where we saw the last top player heavy top eight bracket so just looking at the projected seeds for the tournament, for top 16 alone, we already have great players in Zane and Moki, Amsa, JMook, IBDW, Mango, Hungerbox, and None, just in the winner side of top 16, okay? I named, I gave you right. eight great players just right off the bat. But also in the loser side of projected top 16, you have players like Professor Pro from the UK, Wizrobe, Zuppy, S2J, Joshman, Ginger, Toussaint, and Sunsei. And I wish we could just go down and down and talk about all the exciting stuff that's projected to happen in Top 64, except they made the mistake of having four bracket pages for Top 64. Really? Four? Sorry. that's uh, <clears throat> I need to get off my high horse. Just, just why? So, so, so you have the, all these amazing players that are going to be there just besides the 16 that I already mentioned. And I was hearing something about a DQ from Wizzy, but I don't actually know that for a fact. So maybe I should look it up on Twitter or something. But for, for you, Hada, who are some names who you are excited to see possibly make top eight? And then we could talk about who are the potential winners of this whole bracket. Right. I mean, you can't go too far without mentioning the, especially the new Canadian resident AMSA. AMSA now in the unique position to, you know, make competing and make um, Melee his absolute 100% full-time career. I know he was working a, a nine to five while he was uh, competing from, from Japan. So being able to see him come to North America and um, have the opportunity to make competing and streaming and content creation his 100% full-time gig is, is something that's really exciting. Uh, can't ignore uh, JMook either. JMook has had very characteristically high placements. Uh, hasn't dropped a, game, a set to, I believe, anyone lower than, you know, that Kadoran Laud sort of uh, quality of player. So JMook is an extraordinarily exciting player to look out for. Um, you have a lot of these, you know, top eight caliber players that could sneak in from that top 16 tier of players. So uh, someone that I'm actually looking forward to to and a little bit of bias but uh bbats making his first international debut at gommel um mm -hmm. and bbats has been doing nothing but getting you know top two placings at all the, all of his locals all of his regionals all of his monthlies and uh i think uh is in a really good position if if all the conditions are met to make a really really deep run top eight maybe not but definitely could pose some serious really serious upset potential so especially you know coming off of difficult matchups like sowing to saint at um at at creed specifically so you know that uh it's, he's not just you know getting some bracket luck he's not just you know getting his favorable matchups he's flexible and able to swing for the fences so big really excited for billy to make a run this weekend 
I would love to see that as well. We all want to see a Beast Bats run on the on, especially for you, Hada. I know it's the it's the all chat connection. Speaking of no salt mm -hmm. mine tonight, it was a little little sad, a little sad to find that out today. Yeah. Is it mostly because of just Gommel and the sheer amount of players who are already gathering in Toronto? Yeah. That makes sense. It's a uh, yeah. There's a lot of players going out to Gommel. There's also a lot of administrative moves going on up and around in the all chat chambers. So. A lot of moving parts. We got a lot of exciting announcements coming in the next couple of weeks. So a mm. uh, lot, lot, lot of potential, not a lot of things that are super, super ironed out yet. But I think that uh, given the right circumstances, I think all chat's going to be making some big moves this summer. Um, but yeah, it's it's super exciting and uh, lots of love to B-Bats, lots of love to the all chat team. You know, sometimes it's okay to take a break every once in a while and uh, allow us to recenter ourselves. But what was funny is uh, the second we announced that we weren't going to have the tournament, who but... Um, Hungry Box slid into Slums DMs and was like, "Yo, no tournament this week? What the heck?" <laughs> and we're like, hey, "Dude, we're we're always like DMing Hbox, like, dude, into the Salt Mine this week, and all of a sudden, you know, he the second we don't give him what he wants, suddenly he's a reach out. It's like, yo, what about my Salt Mine run, dude? What about, what about the <laughs> Salt Mine? My fix? <laughs> I need my salt. <laughs> That's it. That's but, how um, you know yeah, you super made it. Exciting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I've been saying to the people out there, I, I've, I'm looking around. I'm seeing some other people running there. There are light versions of their bracket. I'm going, well, the salt mine is kind of now the premier melee online weekly. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. Pulling out the top players. So it's very, very cool. Hopefully the administrative stuff and all the behind the scenes stuff will we'll be able to come out of the other end with super exciting events. Also, and I have to say, all these big events that are happening on the weekend, it does sort of make everybody go, oh yeah, online's cool, yeah, yeah. They're they're not quite as excited, I guess, if, if you have in-person events to look forward to, but there are schmucks like me and you, Hada, because I don't think you're going to Gommel either, who can't go. And I'm sad, you're sad, we wish we could go, obviously. I wanna go to all these events, but I, I like very, very realistically cannot, so. I will instead talk about it and yammer on about it. How about this top eight, though? The possibility of seeing Zane versus IBDW in grand finals if they, as the top one seed and top two seed, get to grand finals, that would be certainly be an amazing... It <gasps> it's breakfast! Yes! Yes! Breakfast cam. Yes! Cam. Let's go, breakfast. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Chilling. Yes, that's uh, that's my work shirt. Uh, it's it's funny. The second I you know take off my clothes from work, she decides like you know that smells like something that's not me. So let's uh let's go ahead and fix that. Let me see if I can get a more centered view. Oh, so cute. So so there's like this interesting little fun fact about cats. If you have an indoor cat that somehow gets outside, you take off the shirt you're wearing, turn it inside out, lay it on the front porch, and they'll show up because. They just are attracted oh. to your smell. Interesting. So I'll have to let Ellen know that. So Ellen, did you know that if if breakfast were to get out, all I would have to do is take the shirt off that I was wearing, turn it inside out, and put it at the front door, and she'll come back. Yeah, that's that's apparently how how it works. All right. So all right, we got breakfast cam. So breakfast yeah, so cam. Looking, <laughs> Gamo looks great. Uh, CEO and of course Plup Showdown was amazing. We've got a lot of cool stuff happening in Melee right now. Um, it's an exciting time. I think uh, Summer of Smash, is, it really feels like Summer of Smash is back. And it's just a good time to be a Melee fan.
Great time to be a Melee fan. So you have some potential, some potential fun matches with maybe Hungrybox versus Amsa on the loser's side again. JMook trying to stay alive, but then having to fight against Smokey. Those are some projected matches. But uh, if Wizzy is actually going to be playing Wizrobe, uh, that would be so cool because this will be the first event back in a while because Wizrobe has, ha- has had health issues. And so we're talking about someone who is very easily a top 10 threat, not actually having played played in any of the events so far in 2022, had to miss out on Genesis 8 and on. So I'm really excited to see how Wizrobe does in particular, if in fact he is actually playing. And I'm also looking at, I'm looking at the, the Canadian side of all of this, since we're playing up in Toronto for Gommel, I'm thinking about who's going to take the, the quote unquote Canadian crown, who will be the furthest Canadian player in bracket and Moki, Sunsei and Dunn are great candidates for that. I I'd say it, it has to be Moki, but there, there, there does seem to be this feeling of up and down performances from Moki, not maybe necessarily up to the standard that he wants it to be for, for himself. And I think most of us, when you watch Moki clips on Twitter, we know how amazing that Fox is. So that would be, uh, a safe pick, if you will, the highest projected Canadian player to go in the in the wait. Hold on, I say that, but none is actually <laughs> projected to beat Mango, and Mango finishes yeah, at man. seventh in the, in the Star GG bracket. That'd be wild. That would be wild. And to none's credit, none finished at fourth at Genesis Eight, and and Moki hasn't had a performance like that just yet. Uh, finished second to Ginger, if I recall correctly, at the Function Two, things like that. Yes, but I, I just I'm I'm hoping to see I am hoping to see a little bit of representation because CEO had the Florida players all coming out, Wevins and and Hungrybox and and Panda. So you you have so many players from the local area placing top eight. That's really cool at CEO. It'd be cool to see a non soon say none and moki canadian player perhaps plays top eight i feel like that's a lot less likely because i couldn't tell you that that fourth player who that fourth player would be and they would have to take the place of a mango or a jmook but of course yeah. the jmook storyline also we haven't seen since i want yeah battle bc4 so will there be a potential top three placing for jmook who definitely wants to prove like all these other events that he has been so far this year, I I belong in the top five. I can I can place top three at these stacked events. So that's why Gommel's going to be really exciting to watch. I will say though, who I want to win, who I'm projecting to win, is Zane because I want to see Zane wiping away all of the all of the chaotic melee. That's what Samox called it the other night when we were talking the uh, for the podcast interview, which you can check out, by the way, at some point in the near future. It hasn't come out yet. But this whole this whole idea that despite all of the craziness, all the upset potential, how good all these players are getting, Hada, including you, you are you are doing some crazy stuff that five years ago people would have said, what? Not even Armada does that. So I like this idea <laughs> of Zane saying, even still, even with all of this extra stuff and all of these chic players who came out of nowhere, I can win an event like this. So that's who I'm hoping to win this, who I want to see win. I want to see Zane win this event. And, and, and probably the most likely scenario is Zane winning from winners 
in that, you know, just get there, finish it off nice and easy, except it's not easy to, to finish at first place at any big melee event, but that's what I'm sort of seeing. But I will turn it to you, Hada. Who do you have for this event? Man, Gobble's going to be an exciting one. I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's really the it's the chic resurgence of Melee and uh, the chic resurgence era in the Melee timeline, and I, and that's really exciting. Uh, you love to see players like J-Mook rise and rise quickly. Uh, players like J-Flex, you know, another J-Chic, you know, really right in the ranks and could even make a top 30 debut here on the top 100 rank. And it's, a, it's an exciting time to see more development in the metagame. And it's really up to our top-level competitors like Mango, like Zane, like Hungrybox to see this new blood, this new fresh outlook and um, perspective on the on the top level of Melee's metagame and how can we counteract that? How can we pivot around all these uh, different adaptations, all these different uh, developments in order to remain at the top and to remain the top-level competitors that we are? And I think, uh, I think Zane's definitely a favorite um i think mangoes do but i think mangoes time will come at double down or at least i think that would be really topical if it came at double down that'd be um, awesome we haven't seen a whizzy or a non-performance in that long you know non made an amazing performance in top four placement at um at genesis so huge ups to my main man ed but i'd love to see another another big top eight performance from from the from the big man at golden guardians so love to see two Golden Guardians members in the top eight. That'd be great. Uh, of course, Mango, Hungrybox, Jmook. Um, so Mango, Hungrybox says five. Amsa. Yes. Uh, I would love to see a Moki. Mm-hmm. And give me, give me one wild card. Let me just think. Um, you give me a B bats. Let's see B bats in top eight. Let's see some Peach representation in top eight. Why not? Let's see a loser side top eight B bats. Yes. Go. I, I want to see V. I would love to see that as well. Let's, let's see a wild card here. I will humor. I will humor whoever decision making this was to have d- four different pages for top sixty four. Let's just go into one of these. Who's supposed to? Oh wow! Look, Ben is actually registered to play at Gommel and is supposed to barely miss out on top sixteen, losing to S two J, which. I mean, fair. S2J, great player, placing top two, top one at the at the West Coast locals. So I'm I'm not saying that Ben is like supposed to win this by any stretch of the imagination. If if that's what happens in losers, if S2J and Ben meet, it is going to be an interesting matchup. But I think Ben is another is another great player who has proven that the Midwest sort of belongs. In, in, in a lot of ways, the, the Mid- Midwest is mine, Ben says. And if that if that were to be another player to break into top 16 and then possibly make it all the way to, to top eight, that would be super cool to see. Especially since Ben, most of his breakouts have happened at, on the online side of things. Now, winning stuff like Hold That L, a really, really big Chicago Melee event recently, after winning that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the player to watch out for in the Midwest. Uh, in in Ginger's absence, I want to see Ginger versus Ben again at some point. Maybe it'll happen at Gommel, but I would I'd like the idea of seeing how deep of a run Ben can go on, especially with the the, the J Sheiks powering up all the other Sheiks powering each other up. That'd be fun to see. And so that's enough about Gommel. Let's see what else has been happening. Maybe I will turn it over to you, Hada. See if there was something on your mind before we start to wrap up here. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give a quick little Twitter scroll. I love to go through my likes in times like this just to see 
Like, what's my favorite little melee anecdote that's popped out in very recent? Uh, let's see. Uh, we have the Tri-State Arcadian coming up. I see a turn down for Walt already registered. So the, our favorite content creating Mario main will be coming out for the Tri-State Arcadian. So that's really, really exciting. Uh, big House, uh, giving a big shout out to the CEO champion in Plup. Uh, Josh, man, I believe uh, making his last um, NA stomp around. I think he's going back to Australia for Phantom as well as, as you know, you know, hang out for a little bit before he comes back to for another round of NA events. So, oh, final thing I want to bring up. Uh, this is definitely, I made a note of this, but I, you know, forgot it. It's on my floor. But I want to give a huge shout out to the homie, PGH Carroll, getting engaged this past week. So finally uh, proposing to his missus. And, uh, you know, big man's getting married. One of the, the combo geniuses of Melee um, had an awesome engagement um this past week so huge congratulations to carol oh yes absolutely big congratulations these are the things you love to see love 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 wins i love all that stuff let's go i'm gonna send you a tweet that i am so happy that i saw this while we were recording because this is very interesting to me so we have a 10 v 10 crew battle the world versus the usa for Gommel 2022, not only do we get to have a really cool bracket in the singles bracket, but who doesn't love a high profile crew battle? And so we have on the world side, we have Professor Pro, Zuppy, Frenzy, Joshman, Ryan Ford, Moki, The Swooper, Nun, Amsa, and Hungrybox versus USA, which is Saint. Ginger, Ben, Skurzo, KJH, IBDW, Lucky, S2J, Zane, and JMook. When is the last time we've had a crew battle that has this many high-profile players that's going to be, like, this is, like, going to be on a big stage. This has Zane, literally. Zane and IBDW. Now, of course, I don't see a mango in here. SMH, but other than that, I think of just about everybody who you would want to see at this, at this, at, at, for like a USA versus the World Crew battle is here, and this is so cool. So if you're looking at the tweet, Hada, sorry for those of you who are yep. listening today. This is going to be tough. You're just going to have to <laughs> pull up the tweet from at Gommel's plan on Twitter and check out the 10v10 poster and see all the players. But this is this is something that's going to be really interesting to watch. So. Without without having any time to prep, who are you taking? Like, who's the gut instinct? I'm Ooh. taking this. I'm taking this team. Oh, you know, I'm I'm looking at the matchups. I'm like trying to see. It's definitely exciting. So, forty stocks versus forty stocks. Um, I think it really leans on to the performances of some of our of some of our up and coming spaces and uh, some of the spaces we haven't seen in a while. So. Does the do the likes of especially our UK residents Frenzy and Prof Pro match up well into players like Skurzo? Um, got Skurzo and is like the only up and cover from the USA. Like everyone else on the USA is like top fifty, has been top fifty, and if not, has been at that level. You know, Ben, of course, I don't think has ever been ranked, but it's def it's undoubtable that Ben has played and has been playing at that top fifty, top thirties, maybe even top twenty level. Um, and Skurzo definitely showing a lot of great performances. I, you know, I'm taking the USA on this one just for especially that 
top, top, top heavy performances from players like Zane, JMook, IBEW, and of course, you know, SUJ, Lucky, KJH, you bringing up the rear and uh, best, second best Falco in the world. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't deny it in Ginger. Looking like a really solid performance, but you can't ignore performances like the Swooper taking it, um, taking a set over IBW at, at um at nightclub. We have Joshman bringing up a lot of solid performances from this past summer performances, as well as gotten a huge level up since he's been in the in the United States for so long. None, of course, top four at Genesis, Moki, insane function two run. Amsa has beaten just about every single player in the world at least once. And of course, Hungrybox, three-time best player in the world, and uh, with a play, with especially with a bench like Ryan Ford, Zuppy, Frenzy, and Profbro to bring up the rear and to fill in those gaps, especially with just the 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 variety of matchup coverage with all these spaces, it feels really good. I'm, it's going to be a competitive crew battle. I think I give the nod to the United States, especially because. The world doesn't have a Marth, man. They don't have a Pete. They don't have a Marth. They don't have a Puff. Well, they, and I'm sorry. They do have a Puff. They do. Have, they both have Puffs. Uh, they don't have a Marth. Marth's uh, really important to crew battles. So spaces are so dominant. So uh, Marth counter pick on FD is gonna be some Zane bread and butter. And then you know if you try to counter pick Zane with a with a Nun or an Amsa, you know Zane's beaten Nun and Amsa many times. It's, it's hard <laughs> to counter pick Zane here. I don't see anyone counter picking Zane in this in this matchup. So. We'll have to see how how it uh, bangs out, and I would love to to watch it back and give a little reaction, give a little little coach hotter to see who I would send in. Uh, well, I definitely will make a little content piece out of this crew battle. It'll be a good time. Okay, I would love to see that. I will probably not be making a content crew uh, content video piece about this, but I, what I will be doing is watching this very closely. I really hope I can actually see this and not be distracted with uh, the other things of my life that I have to do on on weekends and such. But in general, you know, to the people of the world who uh, don't celebrate the United States Independence Day, it's all good. To the uh, fellow Americans who are listening to the podcast, uh, uh, you know. Happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July. I will be very much paying attention to Melee. So let's go Melee. For my pick for this 10v10 crew battle, I have to agree with you, Hada. Here, here's the thing, right? You want to have great variety. You want to have great, strong players. But as per usual, the exponential higher ceiling that players like Zane, JMook, and IBDW give you, you could put... Uh, how do I put this? You could put lower ranked players with Zane, JMook, and IBDW in a 10v10 versus the world, and I, I will say it. They could still win. Like, uh, if, if you swap out a few lower ranked players in and replace a KGH or a Toussaint or a Lucky, I'm just saying... Zane, IBW, JMook is a great, it's a great top three players of your of your ten v ten crew. So this 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 does seem to be USA favored. I think there are things that have to go right for Team World, and you have to get you have to get uh, an insane crew battle performance from Nun, who has done it before. By the way, there have been some online crew battles. Uh, there's one in particular that I vaguely recall where Nun took. I want to say it was like 12 stocks maybe took out like three players all by himself so like if none could yeah. do something like that it'd be it'd be like isaiah level where it's like it was just awesome to see isaiah you know plow his way through the entire east coast like it would be it would be have to be on that level i think for someone to come up really strong in team world in in this 
Team World versus Team USA crew battle. So I will, of course, be happy to see either team win because, you know, you have the upset potential underdog in my mind of Team World. But then, of course, Team USA as a, as a U.S. Uh, person, you know, yeah, USA, USA. But I, I'm really excited to see this. I'm so happy I saw this tweet. Otherwise, we would have not t- gotten to talk about crews because how often do we get to see a crew battle like this, Hada? I'm just saying, if you, if you, yeah. if you didn't have something like this talked about in our warm-up podcast for Gommel, I, I would be so sad. So let's just go ahead and cap it there. Hada, thank you so much for joining me again. And after a day of probably being uh, a little bit on the tired side, a little bit on the screen heavy side. I appreciate you putting in the time to continue to talk about Melee with me. And I hope that you have a lovely, lovely holiday weekend. I hope that you get to see some of this exciting stuff happening this weekend at Gommel. Otherwise, uh, please uh, t- take us home. Yeah, I'm, uh, thank you so much for having me again. I love coming on the podcast every week. Uh, I'm just going to center it just for this one. Just <laughs> talking to me. We're not talking to the cat. Uh, but yeah, I got some exciting plans. I'm actually going to an AVP event, which um, if you guys remember the podcast episode with Battery specifically, um, AVP is a uh, professional sand volleyball. And uh, Oh, nice. Three-time three time Olympian and 102 tournament victories on his record, Phil Dalhauser is going to be in attendance here in Denver. Wow. The tournament is taking is taking place four minutes from my house at a awesome place called the Island here in Denver. So um, I'm really excited to go ahead and see that and watch Olympic quality volleyball. Um, it's going to be a great time. Um, yeah. I've just been working, playing volleyball and this crew battle is so exciting. And so I'm going to get a lot of rest and enjoy my weekend and guys, please stay safe, stay off the roads late at night. People are going to be driving around being crazy and, uh, but still have a great time. Uh, say hi to your family enjoy the fireworks if you have it around you but other than that guys you know love to be here watch gommel uh enjoy your weekend and we will see you next week yep you can catch it all on vg boot camp by the way on twitch but yes we'll see y'all next week